Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? We're back. We are. Yeah. We were here last week, we swear. <laughs> we just never recorded a podcast. <laughs> Again. I feel like they, we're good for one of those like every couple of months. Yeah, we got to get one of those in. It's like we got too much to talk about, too much to catch up on. And then we realize, oh, crap, it's like 1235 and, and we're already five minutes past your usual cutoff time. No, also, we're not going to bring up what it was about, but I just want to bring people behind the curtain a little bit. Yes. It's like Steve and I didn't do one. We had to chat. I called Steve Thursday afternoon all fired up about something stupid, and I knew I was way too fired up. Steve's like, yeah, man, you're just you're too fired up. Don't do it. It's not worth it. I was like, all right, I just needed to hear somebody tell me, which was funny because I was in a sour mood that day, and I never got to tell you this. <laughs> Just talking to you on the phone put me in a better mood. Oh, it, yeah. Because I mean, at first you were sour, but I think by the time we were both done talking, we were both laughing and having a great time. Yeah. Sour for different reasons. Yeah. yeah. I ended up going out and get some buffalo cauliflower and some nachos after that. That's what you do when you're in a bad mood. Yeah. You don't get the wings, you get the buffalo cauliflower. <laughs> I know, but I was at a place where I really liked the wings, but the one guy didn't eat meat, so... I don't know why there was three of us. We were like, we got you, man. Solidarity. It's what I do every night at dinner with my wife. Unless I'm ordering out. (laughs) Then it's like, you're going to watch me eat this chicken and like it. At the Buffalo, not the Buffalo, uh, the barbecue chicken pizza from uh, Mod Pizza last night. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's so good. It's the best. It's called the Caspian. Highly recommend. I removed the onions and replaced them with pineapples. No, it's very hot take, but I love pineapples on my pizza. So do I. On a barbecue pizza. Amazing. Is it a hot take anymore? I, I don't believe I'm it over is. it. I'm so done with that argument. It's yeah. like, look, don't, if you don't like it, you don't like it. I almost feel like people don't like it because it's cool to say you don't like it. Right. Like, I know some people that were on it years ago, but now it's like, can, can we can we not talk about pizza without being like, oh, I hate it. Oh, I love it. Like, who get, mm. right. Who can, like, I, at this point, like, you, whenever I get to this and I'm talking with a hand, like, that's yeah. my frustration level. I'm over it. Like, who cares? If there's, if there's pineapple on it or not, I like it on mine. You don't like it on I yours. What you like. I don't yeah. care. Like, I remember one time I told someone I had, like, the, the pickle pizza from Fat Zach's in, uh, in Puyallup. I would love to try it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say eat an entire pie of it because it definitely wrecked my stomach. All right. But it was amazing. It was worth every bite. Yeah. It's so good. And it's a ranch-based dressing or a ranch-based sauce. So it's not it's not spaghetti sauce or pot, you know marinara or whatever. Marinara. Pizza sauce. It's so good. In fact, Zach's is a, like, what a crazy story. I don't know if you know, like, they were like a little small food box on the street corner in like downtown Puyallup. All right. Like, it's like a food truck, but not a food truck. You know All what right. I mean? Like one of those kind of things. And then eventually they, they, I think they did like a food truck and then they eventually branched out into doing an actual brick and mortar shop. And now I think they're about to open their third one. Oh, good for them. I know. I love seeing things like Have that. Have you met Zach? I haven't met Fat Zach yet. All right. Do you think he's even fat? I bet he's not. I, right. Cause I bet he's got a six pack. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, like, I've been to a few of those places where it's like fat, this and that. It's like, that guy's not even fat. He once was. He once was. Yeah. And then he, he got really up. successful and he figured he should step his game up to look the part. <laughs> Like, he's fat Zach. He should stay fat. That's the part he should look. It's in the name. Watch, he's still fat. Oh. <laughs> and when he's listening to this, he's like, screw those guys, and I'm never serving you my pickle pizza again. God, that does that. I've never had one. I've always wanted to try one. It was one of those things where we had it at a party. Uh, I can't remember. Like One of Sid's family members had him catered by Fat Zach's, and it was there, and I was like, you know, I got to try it. 
I yeah. have to try it. And then I kept going back to that one. And then I had one of their other slices, which was really good, but it made me miss the the, the pickle one. So I was like, I keep going back to it. It was, it was one of the best pizzas I've had. Yeah, man. That last bar I went to for I had to get on a plane to Milwaukee, Stenny's. Mm-hmm. Like, their chicken wings were amazing. Like, there was buckets of beer, but they had this, like, they have all their specials. And that mm-hmm. month's special was like a square, crispy uh, crust kind of pizza, but it had pickles on it. Oh. And I was like, I want to order this and fly it back to Seattle. But then I was like, do I want to sit on a plane <laughs> holding a pickle pizza? No, you're going to eat it or it's not going to be the same. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah, but I've been thinking about pickle pizza since uh, October. Well, next time you ever come to uh, Puyallup, if we ever do like a slumber party or just hang out, let's, yeah. go, to va- let's go to Fat Zach's. All right. I'm totally down for, for any reason to eat pickle pizza. <laughs> Hot take, pickle pizza. Hot take. I wonder if our pineapple pizza hating friends hate pickles on their pizza too. Yeah, like look, I hate mushrooms on pizza, but I'll pick them off. Yeah, I don't make a, I don't, I don't go on social media bitching about it. Yeah, like I think if you're gonna try pizza, you should try somebody's cheese slice. Yes. Right. But if you want to go and just get crazy, go crazy. I think at a barbecue joint, you should try the meat for your sausage. You want to sauce it, you sauce it. Yeah, I'm not, who am I to judge? I'm not the gatekeeper of food. <laughs> I, I will say, I am a a hole about barbecue and wings, though. Really? Yeah, those are like my things. I'm like, eh. What's your thing about them? You like just your, that. I, like, if I go to a barbecue joint, I just want to try your meat. Like, okay. your sauces might be great. I just want to try it. Yeah, just to see what we're working with. And then for wings, I like them small and crispy. Yes, I do too. <laughs> the bartender was laughing at me. The other day. She was like, I was like, Ever heard anybody say, you know how I like it, small and crispy? <laughs> like my ladies. <laughs> Let's call the cops. This guy's kind of strange. <laughs> and he's terrible at pool. <laughs> Speaking of small and crispy, quick plug, get your tickets to the Roast of Steve Miggs. Ooh. Yeah, how about that? See how you got that in there? Go to KSW.com. Please help my anxiety and let's help. Let's sell this stupid thing out. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I've been giving it a hard time. I'm not excited. Look. Full disclosure, I don't want to do this. Uh, <laughs> why? I don't want to be roasted. I don't want the stress of selling the tickets. But I do love the idea of all of us getting together for a night and just having fun. I do love the idea of us being around some listeners and just getting, yeah. like, haven't done that in a while. I love everything about it, except I, I'm, I'm just a weird guy when it comes to, like, everything's on me. Which I know sounds strange because we're in such an ego-driven business. But, like, it's just all about Steve. And the wrestling. I know, dude. I do so. so I, you're a drummer at heart, though, and a goaltender. Yeah, I like to be behind everything. <laughs> Even like Migs Fest, I know people are like, "Oh, it's called Migs Fest." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's mostly just bands playing. It's not like I'm not going up there and like, like delivering like a speech." So it'll be it'll be awkward for me for that reason. It's I'm looking forward though to just like seeing how it all goes. Um, Walter Jones is going to be there. Craig Gas, you guys are all going to be there. Our yeah, show is going to be there. Taryn, Ryan, uh, tickets are selling surprisingly very well, which I thought was like. It was funny because I'm like, part of me's humbled. Part of me's like, how many of these people just want to see me get made fun of? Yeah, but I mean, it's Friday night. Everybody's gonna be fired up. Yeah. Friday night's always a fun night too. You got the whole rest of the weekend ahead of you. It's a good way to go into the weekend watching me squirm. Yeah, and like Saturday, like Saturday nights are great too. But there's something really fun about a Friday night. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to. It. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you, of course. I'm looking forward to seeing what you say about me because I think of everyone on at the station. The person who has the most ammunition on me. <laughs> Is the Ted Smith. Yeah, I know. I, I told you. And everybody keeps talking about it and this and that. And I, I finally, the other day, was just like, what are you guys even going to say? You don't like, know I'm me. the only one that hangs out with him outside of work. You don't even know him. <laughs> I, was like, be fun. I don't know why I'm yelling at you, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> Mike's crying now. <laughs> yes. Dude, so funny. So we have a coworker here. 
and I won't dime out who he is because I saw, but he came up to me while we were good guy. I like him a lot, but this was a very awkward incident that happened just recently. Comes up to me, he's like, "So the roast, you excited?" I'm like, "I told him I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it being there. Um, I'll hit the, I'll let you know." Knew it already. Okay, I knew so, it already. you didn't even have to tell me. I already knew. <laughs> I turned the mic to some day so you could play along. So he's like, hey, "Are you excited about the roast?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, yes and no." He's like, oh, "I wouldn't do it. I, I would be too like that. Would just be too much." I'm like, "I get it. Like, I'm, I've made a career out of basically setting people up to make fun of me. Like, yeah. you know, so I'm okay with a night where everyone's. I'm just a fan of making people laugh, whether it's at me or with me." I'm cool with it. Like, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a couple zingers, but it's not the end of the world. I'm amongst friends. I'm not going to be upset about it. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. talk about it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just more honestly more nervous about just selling tickets because it is my name on the on the the show, and it would just terrify me to walk into an empty room and it would just be like a massive like you know ego blow. And I don't know how the company would take that. And like, what the hell do we do this for? This guy can't he can't draw. Anything. Uh, but luckily, tickets have sold well. So I'm, my anxiety has kind of gone down from this. And he's like, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, I was just like, you know, when I heard about it, I was like trying to think of like, what well, I would say about you to roast you. And in my head, I'm like, well, I, th- this is like the longest we've ever talked. Like, I don't know what, I mean, and I even said, I'm like, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot of like bald jokes and me wrestling and me married to someone who's 10 or so years younger than me and all this stuff, right? He's like, yeah, I was just trying to think of it. And he kept like trying to open up the window or open up like the the conversation for me to be like, well, what would you say about me? Yeah. And I'm like, mind you, again, he's talking about how he would not want to do this. Like, yeah. This is something he would never want to do. But he wants to tell me what he would do if he was roasting me. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get out of this without him telling me. In my head, I'm having this conversation. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to ask him to share with me what his roast no. is. I don't want to hear it. I'm fine with this conversation being over. Like you, but I don't need to hear your roast. And then he just goes right into it. Oh, I didn't miss a beat. No, he goes, well, this is what I would say. And I'm like, I don't remember asking, but okay. Also, I don't know you. I don't know you at all. Like, I don't know you one bit. <laughs> like, to be honest, I didn't remember. I, I barely remembered your name. Like, your friend Nick is relatively new. He's nice yeah. guy. So he goes, this is what I would say. I'm like, oh, yeah. Here we go. What are you going to say? He goes, I know a lot of people. <laughs> okay. He's like, you know, a lot of people that are like really smart, but like, you know, act like, like to act like they're dumb. And I also know a lot of people who are not that smart, but like to act like they're smart. You're the only person I know that's really dumb, but also actually likes to act like he's dumb. <laughs> and I'm like... I just stare at him and I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. And I go, you should run that one by one of the guys on the one of the shows. I bet they'd love that joke to use it. <laughs> oh, thanks. So he might come up to I told Thrill that. He goes, you better not come up to me with that story. Oh, it's I'm like, going to hear it. Yeah. I was just like, is this, is this, this is why I don't want to do this thing. Because, you know, whenever we talk about it on the air, it just opens the floodgates for the texters to share their roasts about me. And they're not good. Yeah, and everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, a lot a lot of people think they could do 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 jokes. Yeah, like one guy was like, he's like, yeah, you're a middle-aged, something bald, borderline alcoholic, haha. And I'm like, two out of three, buddy. I don't remember the last time I had a drink. I was going to say, you? Like, are you serious? I was like, I think you got me confused with everyone else on our station. 
Was that over text or on yes. Twitter? It was on text. <laughs> Go figure. Borderline alcoholic. I think borderline by having maybe, really only when I hang out with you. I was the, gonna say, that's like, the only Brian. time I drink. <laughs> I don't drink in the locker room anymore. I don't drink ever knowing if I'm going home to see my kid. Yeah. The only time I'm going to get drunk is if I know I'm not going home that night. Uh, I'm just like Jesus Christ. That is so far off. And I was thinking, that's why, sir, you are not on the dais. <laughs> Ted Talks, starring the oh. Tex Med. The longer the more I keep talking about it, I like I have a, a lot of ideas that I have, like you know, outline and stuff. And part of me is like, yeah, maybe I'll just get blacked out, drunk, and just do like a minute. And be like I don't know, whatever. Dude, there's a very good chance. <laughs> And I'm not especially if we get the party bus. Shout out to Rich and Levi from Lion Pride Party Bus. Haven't hit yet yet, but expect a text sometime very soon. If we get the party bus, there is a very, very good chance that I won't be coherent by the time it's my turn, and I might do the exact same thing. Be like, I have all this stuff, but I'm really up. I'm a borderline alcoholic. Right, deuces. Uh, all right. Well, Steve, you know what? This brings me to my TED Talk. <laughs> was that talk to coworkers? Because I'm saying no. <laughs> that was not going to be it. <laughs> I was going to tell people to take an adventure. Now, for me, I went to Ben last weekend. It was awesome. Got out of town, met some new people. Maybe something small is just, I don't know, going to a different park in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the adventure is in your mind. Mm. Doing something outside of your comfort zone. Oh, I think I said do hallucinogenics. <laughs> no, Jesus, man. It's like, no, it's just like doing something outside your comfort like, zone, like, Steve. Like getting roasted? Yes. All right, I'm on an adventure. Take it, you are. The oh, misery adventure. I, the one thing I guarantee you is this MF and thing will be an adventure. It will be. It's going to be really weird. You got to be there for it. It's going to be yeah. worth the like, I don't know what's going to happen, but it, it, it's either going to be like a flawless night of just laughs and stories, or it's going to be a massive train wreck, which will be entertaining either way. Oh, yeah. I think for the people in the audience, it'll be funny either way. It's going to be potentially a lot of fun bonding for us, or it's going to tear our entire station apart. But either way, you should be there to witness it. <laughs> Take an adventure. Maybe a road trip. Maybe go see a new park. You know what? Maybe you want to try fishing in April. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Just try something new. Hey, uh, real quick, because we're only going to do one break. We'll do a little bit longer, because I know you got a bunch of stuff going on. But we also, yeah. um, on the other side of this, uh, Tony Khan from All Elite Wrestling. The guy, all right. The man himself, the man who created All Elite Wrestling, will be joining us on the Megacast. What, did and by you joining a- us on the Megacast, I recorded the interview earlier this morning. Did you ask him what happened to uh, Cody? No, I completely, I spent more of the time telling him how awesome he is. Oh. And then he talked for a while because he's very friendly. All right. So he I, like had very, like he didn't give one word answers. So like, it was like, you have 10 minutes with him. And we were like, I barely even asked the question. I looked down. It's like, we have three minutes left in this interview because I was just so excited to tell him how awesome his promotion is. <laughs> And then we talked about some local stuff like Aubrey Edwards being from here and Darby Allen being from here and All right. and Nick Wayne, how he, they signed him to like this apprenticeship type of a contract that when basically once he turns 18, he's a full rostered member. 
So and then I was trying to pitch him on poking me as a wrestler. No, I didn't, I didn't do that. But, I always uh, forget the ref, uh, Aubrey, the referee is from here. Yes, because sometimes like I see her tweets, I'm like, why am I following a referee in AEW? Yeah, she used to do three, two, one. She's right. actually going to be making an appearance at SOS on uh, March 11th. All right, so uh, that was like, oh, that makes sense. Right, she's from she's from here. So I'll be, I think, her first time refereeing in the Seattle area since she took since um, I think since all the wrestling. Nice. Or, 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 or right around then. She might have done some. Be- yeah, actually, she did some 3 two, one before everything shut down. But then since the pandemic, she has not res- refereed here in the Northwest. All right. So, All right. Come on out. Hales Palladium on March 11th. But if you only have so much money, sp- save that money. I was like, Steve, what are, what are these people going to? Are I they going to watch you wrestle? I need one of three events or are they going to your roast? And you know what? I don't know how deep your pockets are. I'm going to Anthony's Friday to slurp some oysters. Yeah, baby. <laughs> coming to work the other day. So they have this whole thing, slurp Fridays, right? Uh-huh. So like, all right. And I come to work the other day, and Thrill's just looking at me. I'm like, what's that look about? And he's like, I don't need to hear you say slurp that much. <laughs> that is a very aggressive word. Right? I think slurp might make, I don't even care. Like, I'm not like, it goes back to the whole pineapple on pizza thing. Like, I feel like people get upset by words just for the sake of being upset, like moist. Oh, slurp yeah. Slurp is a weird word. It is. Yeah. All right, let, let me ask you real quick. Because okay. you, right, you grew up Catholic and everything. Yes. So yesterday, I just tweet out, like, anybody else having pancakes and sausage for dinner? Uh-huh. Right? Because that's what we always ate on Fat Tuesday, the night before Ash Wednesday. To be honest, I, I saw your tweet. I, it didn't dawn on you either. All right, no. it was too deep. All right. Yeah. I was going to bitch about people on Twitter not getting the joke. I was just excited to have some pancakes and sausage. Damn it. That joke did not land at all. Like, one dude was like... Yeah, man, like we are actually like he said something. I was like, all so right, what's the joke? It. No, I was I guess it wasn't a joke. I just nobody got the reference point. Oh, OK. I was like, I thought, I thought maybe there was a joke in it. I'm like, oh. no, no, that's what just like anybody. I was like kind of kind of just a shout out to old school Catholics. Yeah, like, dude, we didn't do that. Really? Or that I remember. Right. Because the, the tradition was you're not supposed to have meat. Yes. Or like indulgent food during Lent and everything. So back in the day, like everybody would just have. Like you'd put all your crap, all your sugar and butter together, and oh, that's funny. flour, and you'd make a bunch of pancakes, and you'd have your sausages. Yeah, and that's like I your last that. night of gluttonous. That's why Mardi Gras on Fat Tuesday is the today's Ash Wednesday. That's funny. Yeah, no, I didn't even, I wasn't even tracking on that. That's hilarious. I know every tweet I got was like, great idea. It does sound like a delicious idea, though. I know. Like, I asked him somebody was like, no, thanks for the invite. And I was like, invite to what? I didn't realize that Ted was throwing a pancake and sausage party. Right? Like, what did that, where did you get that from? <laughs> now, on April uh, 15th, there will be a pancake and sausage party afterwards. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Don't say that. Okay, I, don't, so. I don't know what it means, but it sounds bad. I, I don't either, and it sounds awkward. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know what? If we hang out that night, if you spend the night, we'll get pancakes and sausage the next day. All right. I love that idea. That's I, fair. You know what? I'm team waffle. Why am I pimping pancakes? You know what? Me too. Yeah, all right. We'll get waffles and bacon then. <laughs> yeah. F them. Yeah, screw that. Pancakes and sausage? No, sir. <laughs> Not on our watch. You know what? The hell with it. Give me a ham omelet. <laughs> what was I going to say? Did your fish intake go up, though, during, uh, during this time of year? All right, that's what made me think of it, yeah, right? Yeah, so that's like, the one thing. We ate a lot of fish. Because on Fridays in Lent, you're not supposed to have uh, meat. Right. So, right, so like that, fish worked. Right. So that's why, well, right. Exactly. Yeah. But that's why the fish filet was invented at McDonald's. A guy what? in Ohio, he had so many Catholic people in it, uh, that came to his store. Literally, he was like, we need something for them to eat on Fridays during Interesting. Lent. Interesting. Oh, I got a ton of fun facts. I did not know that. Yeah. 
So, I mean, there is oysters, but I think that's part of, like, shellfish, or, I don't know, sh- either way, that's why fish intake goes up this time of year for a lot of people. Yeah. But yeah, seriously, one guy put it on the menu in Ohio, and then it sold so well, they were like, let's stick with it. I haven't seen one yet, but I'm willing to bet between now and Easter, you'll see a special on fish fillets. I'm in for it. I haven't yeah. had a fi- uh, uh, the, the McDonald's flail fish thing in forever. Uh, I had one about six months ago. Is it still good? If you like fish fillet, it tastes the same. Okay, so I, I thought used to love them. Okay, I, I right, I thought it was good, but like, it's still the fish fillet. It's just like this fish patty, and then a slice of yellow cheese on top of it. Correct. And I thought it was. I used to like that was a go to for a while. Oh, I love. I mean, that was our thing. Like when I was a kid, it was like Friday night in Lent. It's like fish fillet or cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't we jump into the wide world of sports? I do have a, uh, a couple fun stories about my experience I'm, going. I'm wearing the sponsor. You, did you did you plan that? I just pulled it out of the closet. I was like, oh, where? Ah, that's weird though. On two different Wednesdays, you've done this. <laughs> I have a steady rotation about five shirts I'm wearing. Usually not this one. I only wear it on Wednesdays. <laughs> I'm rocking cracking because it's cracking day, baby. And the agony of defeat. You don't know. Is the oh boy. Ted Smith's Wide Let's get our sponsor on before I give you a hard time. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. Yeah, today, let's throw it to our sports guy who doesn't know what day it is. Come on, man. It's March 2nd, 3 2. Seattle, the 32. 32. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. 32's retired. They got the 32 bar and grill. Everything's 32. So today's a very special day. Actually, Seattle is calling it. Uh, today is, is Kraken Day. All right. I saw a lot of people tweeting about it today, but I couldn't tell if it was just a sports station thing. No, it's a it's a, it's a thing. All it's, right. it's a cracking thing. And they, there's some 32 cent wings at the 32 Bar and Grill. Nice. Danny and Rev went there today. They, 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 Did they go already? Yeah, the doors opened at 11. They were there at 1030, first in line waiting, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> How were they? I, I have no idea. I haven't gotten right. a text back. Uh, I think $3.20 something beers. All right. Some kind of beers, $3.20. So there's a lot of like random things like that, but... Yeah, today's a very special day. And then tonight, they're taking on the uh, Nashville Predators. And if you go on the resale sites, tickets are cheap. All right. It's a Wednesday night, probably. But if you if you ever wanted to get a, a ticket to a Kraken game, game for like 50 bucks or less, tonight's going to be the night. Yeah. And for a Sounders fan, go ahead and just beat Nashville. Yeah, that's right. Because they just lost to Nashville. What, one nothing? Yeah. That was a boring-ass match. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. And it was raining. Yeah, I mean, I missed it because I was stuck in a car driving back from Bend in a torrential downpour, and then we were watching it in the back seat on a phone, and I was like, oh. "I was like, of course, this ride is killing me. I'm cramped, and this game is boring as hell." <laughs> Let's see right now. Oh my gosh, you can get a pair of tickets for forty five dollars a ticket right now. Ooh, that's a good deal. It is. If I didn't have plans tonight, I would go go wild on a Wednesday, right? Yeah, I haven't been in there since I went to the Globe Trotters. I got to go back to a hockey game. Well, tonight, if you want to save it a couple dollars, <laughs> I'm thinking these tickets might hit 30 bucks, like, close to game time. Yeah, they got to have it. I mean, what's the hockey seat? When do playoffs start? I think it's around May-ish. End of May. End of, well, no, something, I thought they finished in June. I thought, like, the seasons, like, finished, like, sometime in June. Let me, right. So I'm like, I bet those playoffs start probably the end of April, right? Yeah, when? Let's so say, they got to have a couple, they got to have a Saturday night game or something still left. Well, I know they do because I've uh, they're taking on the Devils on a Saturday night. Oh, nice! Oh, the season and on or before June thirtieth, twenty twenty two. 
Oh, I didn't realize hockey went that late into June. Oh, the playoffs begin. Sorry, uh, on May second. All right. So the begin. All right. Yeah. So, yep. So the season should be done by the end of June. Well, I'll tell you one thing: the season will be done before you probably watch baseball. Gosh, man, what the hell is going on? Ugh. So what's the sticking point? Do we know? There's not a sticking. There's a bunch. The main thing is the owners want the baseball union gone. That's all you need to know. They, yeah. The owners locked them out. There's a lot of money. The players went for uh, for minor leagues and this and that. Mm-hmm. Listen, I know it's hard for people because baseball players make so much money. But the last couple of years, some of the salaries have gone down a little bit. Right. And they're still massive, massive salaries. Right. But don't think about the numbers that way. Like they just have a different track that makes more money but the owners the clubs have gone up in value they've yeah. gone up in revenue that's the issue right yeah, and they're now making th- a crap ton of money and these players are like well we're the reason why you're making it right and they're just like hey we need money for the minor league guys this and that and the owners are just like no and they haven't negotiated in good faith and like they didn't even need to lock them out they were like we're locking you out oh yeah sheesh so because yeah, I heard like they're going to add more playoff games or playoff teams to make the playoffs. I heard that they're going to make DH uh, for both American and National League, but that's not; those aren't any problems. It's the problem is the money thing, right? And that yeah. and look, I've been saying this for years. I watched a special on this man ten or fifteen years ago, but like baseball doesn't care if you show up. No. Baseball makes all TV their deal. money TV deal, corporate boxes. It's yep. all about corporations and the owner and like this new group of owners. Like they half of them, like they don't really. They don't really care about the game at all. So it's like, okay, like, right. As long as they have that stuff, but it's the true. I mean, look, I I really thought the Mariners had a good chance this year and I think they will play at some point, but it's just like, damn, like baseball, what are you doing? Like you're, you're, you know what I mean? Like foot, like, cause I saw that guy tweeted, like, why does Mike Trout only have this many followers and Tyler hero who plays for the Miami heat has so many more followers. And it's like, well, first of all, Mike Trout doesn't really do a ton of stuff besides like a subway ad. But also, like, baseball just isn't top of mind. No, it's crazy. Sometimes like, I look and, like, I'll follow, like, someone who gets signed to the Mariners, and it's like they have, like, 700 followers. And I'm like, what the hell? He's like, he's like a pro star player. Like, what's going right. on? But it's just because they're not marketed that way. They're not, like, right? Like, Fernando Tatis Jr., like, that guy should be everywhere. Yeah, Everybody should know who he is. Everybody should know his face. And Mike Trout is the best player in baseball. He just doesn't get the same thing. Now... You know, it helps with Jake Harlow makes a song about you called Tyler Hero. That that doesn't hurt. <laughs> I was thinking of legally changing my name to Tyler Hero. I figured it could help my follows. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said he's going to help my jumper. I told Boy Wonder, we got a thumper. <laughs> um, nothing going on in the Russell Wilson front. He's staying on the hey, team. Look, he's going to be in the Seahawks next year. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of what hearing What are you talking about, though? He changed his picture on his social media oh, pages. God, Jesus. I don't know people were freaking out. Like That was trending. That he changed. He no longer has his profile picture of him in a Seahawk uniform. And I'm like, so I go and look. I'm like, well, what's going on? Even though I know this is just ridiculous. And it's a picture of him and his dad who's longer around. So, yeah, he doesn't have a picture of him in a Hawks. For, for whatever reason, he's sharing a picture of him and his dad. And you're going like, to freak out over that. Right. And part of that is on us as the consumers, right? Like, look, I, I watch Get Up a lot of times in the morning before I get going, right, on ESPN. Like, that's their job, right? Mm-hmm. Or to, to talk about and speculate stuff. But, like, everybody else takes it so serious. Like, look, here's the bottom line. If there's a team that's going to give up three first-round picks right, and a good player, then Russ might not be here. Yeah. That's not happening. No. 
No, no, there's not a chance. <laughs> no. no, I mean, uh, if they do, you're crazy. But I think everyone would understand why the team would go for that kind of trade. Right. Like, yeah. like I don't think Russ is leaving. I would like to see the front office make some actual moves mm-hmm. and kind of help them out. And you can. And we all sit around talking about salary cap, this and that. Well, the Rams didn't have any room. They still made room. Saints, they seem like they were like a billion dollars over their salary cap, and they still figured it out. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe talk to their their guys. Be like, hey, <laughs> maybe you should sign their number cruncher people. I don't yeah. know what they're called. Right. But well, the people who ever figured this stuff out because clearly they're doing something right. Right. But yeah, the, like last year, there was a lot of, lot of smoke. Generally, when there's smoke, there's fire. This year, there's just a lot of hot air. Yeah. <laughs> that might, you know what I mean? That might, somebody might have just farted near you. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, we went to a cracking game. That was a lot of fun. Nice. We went and saw the Bruins game. They ended up losing in overtime, like in 10 seconds. They, they go to overtime. We're feeling good. We almost saw, though, a fight in our section. And oh, between awesome. fans? Yes. So, like, the whole time Danny and I were walking, I'm like, man, there's a lot of Bruins fans. Because there were. There was a ton of Bruins fans at the game. And we're just like, and I remember specifically saying, like, I don't got a problem being, see- like, I hope we're sitting around cracking fans. I don't have a problem being around Bruins fans, but I just don't want to deal with the headache if, like, we got one douchebag. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, but on the flip side, I also don't want to be around cracking fans if there's going to be that one douchebag. I just don't want to sit next to a douchebag. Yeah. So we end up sitting in the section. We got tickets in section 119, not realizing that this is like a private, like it's a fancy pants section. Like not private, but you have your own access into that section. You need to show your ticket anytime you leave the section and come back. All right. Because it's got its own like private little like food spot, own bathrooms. It's actually pretty cool. All you right. Have a chance. Watch the games in section 119. But we get there, it's cracking her up, scored, we're feeling good. The guy sitting right next to us, he's obviously a Kraken fan too. Guy across the row from us is a Bruins fan. Bruins score, that guy's drunk. He's like, ah, I feel all of you, ah, whatever, I don't care, right? He's just drunk. I still say, boo all you want, it's like, 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 you don't have to scream F you at people. Right, chill on that. Yeah. So the guy next to us, though, was like, "I was a high. That was a high stick that got they they they, they tapped it in with a high stick." He's like, "F you!" It turns out that our own player had a high stick that like deflected it in. But whatever. Now the Bruins fan is just cursing out this guy. They're going back. He's like, "You want to fight?" I'm like, I look at Danny. And go. This is a lot faster than I thought we were going to have this happen. Yeah, no kidding. Like this is first period. And the guy next to us like, "I'm not fighting you." He's like, "That's what I thought. That's what I thought." He's like, "You want to go outside? I'll fight you." And I'm like, "Oh, good answer." And because then I realized the guy next to us is like six foot eight, 300 pounds, big guy. The Bruins fan, maybe six foot, 160 pounds, like just skinny dude, right? All right. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I thought you don't want to fight me right here, right now. He's like, no, I don't want to end up on YouTube or Twitter or any of those things. I don't want to be, I don't want to lose my ticket. Right. I don't want to be kicked out of here. But after the game, we can go outside and we can settle this. Do you want to do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what? We can just go out right now. And the guy's just like, damning and hawing. It never happened. No but, chance. Uh, right. But I was like, wow, like, this is hilarious. And the other guy kept chirping. He's like, that's what I'm talking big. Talk. And the guy's like, I'm not talking big. I'm telling you, we can go outside right now and I will beat the living crap out of you. I'm or- not doing it in the arena. I was like, that's a good answer. That is a good answer. Like, I, it's almost scarier. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'll fight you. I just want to screw this up and end up on TV or get arrested like an idiot. Now, would you like to go outside and fight? Oh, yeah. Like, I appreciate you not making it weird for all of us here. Like, you're just trying to shut it down. He sh- Did he eventually just feel like, if you're not going to go outside, sh- like, that's where I would have Like, shut the F up then. I don't know. What, the period ended. We went on our own merry way to go all get, right. like, some pizza and stuff. And 
they didn't they didn't chirp at each other for the rest of the game. Even right. after the brew, like, and actually somehow the drunk guy, as he got drunker, he seemed to have calmed down. <laughs> I think it might have been his girlfriend, probably just like, come on, like I don't want to have to deal with this. Stop, stop yelling at random people. And I the guy next like, to us was a, like, he wasn't trying to needle the guy. Yeah, it was just like, you want to talk to me? We can fight. We can fight outside. Otherwise, leave me alone. Yeah, that's the vibe I got. All right. Yeah, I had a slice there at the arena. Yeah, pepperoni. Nice. Did you get it at the the Ballard Pizza Company? Was that the name of the company? I don't know. I think it was inside the club level. Might have been the same one. Yeah, the pizza was amazing. I was gonna say like the right. You just kind of walk down the line, get your slice, and they running like a machine. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Cheese pepperoni. I was like, uh, three pepperonis, three bottles of water. Got a pepperoni oh. as well. Yeah. I was like, uh, that and of course original. And all fairness, that was my dessert because earlier I had Shaq's Big Chicken. Nice. I haven't been there yet. I see, we got to go back just to get the chi- big chicken. Yeah. But I'm afraid to go to a game with you because it'll probably get canceled. <laughs> or I'll get sick with COVID. So, something bad will happen. <laughs> All right. No, you got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, it's uh, me and Tony Khan, the man. Uh, it's, it's too bad we didn't have him calling in during the actual show because he's a soccer guy as well. Oh, no kidding. Who's his club? He owns Fulham. He owns Fulham? Yes. I did not know his that. His family, they own the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulham Football Club. The greatest goal Clint Dempsey has ever scored is for Fulham Football Club in a UEFA <sighs> in a UEFA Cup game. I mean, it's a chip from like thirty yards out. I mean, just a thing of beauty. I just love that. Like we're like trying to talk like he's on our level. Like, oh, what's his team? I'm like, actually, it is his team. That's wild. He owns a soccer team. That's all. That's wild. He owns Fulham. That was the first thing I bring up in this. I'm like, how do you even have time to talk to radio people? You own a football club, a football team, and a wrestling promotion. The fact that you make time. So if you want to hear me kiss Tony's ass for like the next 10 minutes, tune in after we take this break yeah. when the mega cast <laughs> returns. I really like you, Tony. They say I should say something nice about Ted and Steve. These guys are so dumb that you'll feel way smarter just by listening. How's that? The mega cast will be back. This year, forget about the heart-shaped diamond or gold bracelet. There's no need to drape her in opulence. If you want to watch her eyes light up like sapphires, give her toilet paper. Toilet paper. Nothing says I love you like a package of ultra-soft Charmin toilet paper. Comfortable. Two-ply. Clean. Twelve double rolls that are equal to 24 regular rolls. Set her mind at ease, knowing that if you need to spend a few weeks at home in quarantine, you can wipe this worry off her list. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Make her feel like she's on the throne. I feel like I am stuck at a party that I didn't even want to be invited to. The Megacast is back. All right. Uh, uh, real quick. Apologies to Nick from around Seattle. We never got to the Twitter question of the week. A couple weeks in a row. We'll get to it next week. I promise. But right now, we got to do something very exciting. A man that has just definitely changed the landscape of professional wrestling, giving us something really, really cool to watch. A lot of fun. And you'll hear it in my interview. The excitement that I have is, is, is legit and genuine because I have enjoyed what All Elite Wrestling has given us as a wrestling fan. And I'm excited to talk to Tony Khan. He's the brains behind it. He's the man that created it. He's the one that put up the money and made something really damn special. So 
Let's just jump right into it. My chat with Tony Khan here on the Megacast. Hi, Tony. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Hey, thanks for having me on. Oh, man. Thank you for taking time. I was just thinking about, I'm like, you're, 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 running, you're part of a football organization, soccer, you're running AEW. How does this guy have time to do that on a radio tour? And I think it's really awesome that you are. Thank you very much. It's, well, it's, it's my pleasure. Uh, dude, uh, so first, I've been a lifelong wrestling fan, and uh, the last couple of years, I've realized, like, I have a two-year-old, so I realized my ability to be able to has changed because it's like, oh, I'm watching Peppa Pig or Bluey all the time, and it's funny, though, like, I realize how great AEW is, the one uh, promotion and show that I'm like, okay, I have to find time, whether it's when my wife falls asleep or when my kid's sleeping, <laughs> but man, like, you just continue to deliver just great content and great surprises and just... You make wrestling fun, and I just want to thank you for that. It's not really a question. It's more just, thanks, dude. I really appreciate that. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you. I mean, I really appreciate you, and I really appreciate all the fans. I, hearing that means the world to me, and what's great is I get to hear it a lot because there's a lot of fans and a lot of people watch AEW now, and the sentiment is overwhelmingly positive, so it's pretty great. Uh, and it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. I think tonight at 8 o'clock on TBS – uh, we have a great show for the fans, and you know whether you're an old fan of pro wrestling or somebody just getting into it, I think tonight will be a great example of why we love wrestling. The show is absolutely stacked, and I've got a big announcement. Yes, Some of the I best saw. wrestlers in the world are in the house, and it's the best of both worlds. You get really athletic action of pro wrestling and also the storytelling. A lot of it comes yep. through promos and interviews. It's, it's just a lot of fun. And... Uh, do, do you it's ever, all because of fans like you, man. It's it, really, I mean that, and so thank you. It works both ways. Do you ever feel like this crazy, like sense of like, in a fun way, pressure because it's like each week it seems like we're getting these crazy uh, uh, surprises, or like you said, you have a huge announcement tonight, and I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, I don't even know what's about to happen, but I know it's going to be awesome. Yeah, well, I, I do. I do feel that kind of pressure, but you know, as a wrestling fan and as somebody with a lot of experience working in wrestling, I do have a good sense of what the fans are thinking and it, it helps me a lot and we make plans and then it helps me course correct along the way and in this case i know that the announcement that we have tonight on dynamite on tbs at eight o'clock is a big enough announcement where it's gonna live up to the expectations it's gonna be a lot of fun that's kind of like the blessing and curse of social media sometimes you get sucked into the negativity but on the flip side you get this instantaneous ability to find the, the get the pulse of a, a fan base without having to like call everybody or something along the lines if you just pay attention to what's going on sometimes you'll be like oh and that makes sense yeah you can be like oh this is something people have been talking about i bet they're going to freak out when they find out about this yeah absolutely absolutely the you know there's more feedback available right now for a wrestling promoter than there's ever been which is great it's a great tool and of course, like, like tonight, you know, like you said, on Dynamite, big announcement. Of course, we have Rampage on Friday nights. And then this weekend on Sunday, you have AEW uh, Revolution, which, man, every time you have a pay-per-view, I'm like, oh, how are they going to top that? And then I'm just looking at just some of the matches between like Cole and Page, uh, Punk and MJF. I mean, that alone right there, I'm like, okay, hey, take my money. Uh, Jericho and Kingston also. And then uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, a chance to see them have a rematch in front of a crowd. I mean, it's just, and, and then the list goes on and on. What an incredible paper you have planned. Thank you very much. It means the world. And I think Sunday at Revolution uh, for 
so many wrestling fans. It's a date they've had circled on their calendars for a while. And the card has shaped up to be as strong a show as we've ever presented. I'm really, really genuinely so excited for Sunday, and I think that's going to come across on tonight's show. Uh, you know, it's going to be uh, a lot of great matches and great wrestling tonight, and it's going to have a major effect on what happens on Sunday on the pay-per-view. The Casino Tag Royale, for example, yeah. will find out who the other team challenging for the tag team titles is, and you're going to have 15 tag teams flying in, a new team every 90 seconds. That's going to be a wild match. Uh, you mentioned Cole and Paige. We'll get a little preview of that tonight in the trios match with Cole reuniting with Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly yeah. against Hangover. That'll be a lot of fun. There's more more to be announced for the show. And like I said, the biggest announcement of all is the surprise. Uh, and you know it's a big deal if I'm going to go out there because I don't use up any of the TV time right. by myself. Uh, this is in 127 episodes. This is only the second time I've ever gone to the ring. And I'm not going to drag it out out there tonight. Believe me, I'm not going to stay out there too long. Uh I want to get to the wrestling. So uh, it's going to be a a great night. And, uh, you know, to talk to you, to talk to a real wrestling fan, that's what makes it all worthwhile. And uh, hearing your feedback and hearing what you're saying about this, it's consistent with what I've been hearing, that people are excited for tonight and people are excited for the weekend. But it doesn't make it any less cool to hear it, so thank you. Oh man, my my, my pleasure. Uh, I, one thing I'd love to ask. I know I don't have a lot of time, so I want to just just throw this out there because sure. uh, so I, I I wrestle here locally. I train over at the Buddy Wayne Academy with Nick Wayne, and Nick he's on another level, and we've seen it for a few years, and now we're seeing it even more with these opportunities that he's been getting locally. I I, I work with uh, Defy Wrestling, and I was there when Darby Allen showed up, and Darby surprised them with this this contract, this this uh, ability to be a part of all elite wrestling. I just would love to hear your perspective of how all this happened because we heard the, the side that we know and you know dealing with uh, the guys in Defy and Matt Farmer and he told me the whole backstory from his perspective but I just would love to hear about your perspective and how you first found out about Nick there's something truly special about that guy I love the dude and I just love to hear what you have to say well Darby and I are very close uh, I think we're like twin sides of the same coin. Like very, we have so long, there's probably nobody I have less in common with that I have a better connection with than Darby. And, and uh, but he is absolutely the person who brought Nick to my attention. And he's trained with Nick since he was a very young kid. Yep. And I told him, you know, I think when he's 18, I would love to have him. And I'm, I really took Darby's word for it. So that's my guy, Nick Wayne. When he's 18 years old, I can't wait for him to step in the ring for us. And and uh, I give Darby all the credit for spotting him. Obviously, you know firsthand they trained together for a long time. Uh, and Darby is a fixture. I think really in Seattle, I believe we have probably the two most popular wrestlers out of Seattle in recent memory. With uh, or not, not I guess out of I should say out of the Washington area specifically, but certainly uh, out of the area yeah. with Darby Allen and Brian Danielson. I would imagine the two most popular wrestlers in the area, and they both are very adept at scouting wrestlers. And a pretty popular ref as well. I started training originally with uh, Aubrey, so it's always awesome to see her out there just killing it. She is a, She's also one of the most popular referees, maybe the most popular referee in wrestling, and uh, I have got to play out with her. She's a great podcast host, yes. too, and we're previewing the Revolution pay-per-view uh, for this weekend. So she is another very accomplished person out of Seattle. It's a really great wrestling scene up there, and I have a ton of respect for it, and uh, that's one of the reasons I wanted to come to 
talk to you about the shows this week about Dynamite and Rampage and Revolution. Oh man, and I know I see like now some shows are going to be ta- uh, you're going to have some shows in the Los Angeles and California area. Now we're just getting more and more excited. But hopefully one day we'll see all the wrestling here in the Pacific Northwest because I know that it's just going to be. The, the wrestling fans around here are just going to show out big for that when that day does come. I know that it, I know they will, and I love that market, and I really look forward to hopefully we can we can find a date and a time to make that happen very soon. Any longer, but Tony, thanks again. I really do mean it, man. I appreciate you making wrestling a, a, a just a, a super fun, enjoyable experience, and uh, it just makes me love everything that you've done. So I know it's something awesome. I trust in Tony. Thank you very much. I promise uh, your trust will not be misplaced. We're going to have a great show tonight. And thank you for what you're doing for the wrestling business. Thanks for having me on and and good luck in Defy and and stay safe. All right. Take care, my friend. Hopefully see you soon. Yes. Yes. Come here soon. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Thank you, Tony. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Yes, I will. I want to come up to Seattle and you're always welcome where we're at. All right. Thank you. Tony Khan. Awesome. Man, what a great dude. What's infectious personality and totally going to become best friends when he comes to Seattle. I mean, you can just hear it right there. (laughs) Uh, Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at the Megacast and also tweet at Tony at Tony Khan and let him know how much you appreciated hearing him here on uh, the Megacast.